Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Dakota Lynch and Randy Williamson. Hello and welcome back to the Scripture Memory Podcast. We're so glad that you're with us. I'm Dakota Lynch. And I'm Randy Williamson. And we are excited to have back in studio with us today, Josh Summers from the Bible Memory Goal. Josh, welcome back. Thank you for having me again. Josh is going to be talking to us about a very important technique for memorizing God's Word. It's very important, but it may not be known to a lot of our listeners. It's a technique called uh, a memory palace. But before he talks to us about that, he's going to share with us a passage for the day. He's going to be sharing with us Psalm 119. Verses 1 to 11. Psalm 119 is the longest psalm of Scripture, and the theme of this psalm is the Word of God. Every verse in that psalm has a reference to the Scriptures. Josh, would you share that with us? Yes, sir. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in His ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous rules. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Thanks for sharing that, Josh, this passage of the day. It reminds us of an important component of memorizing God's Word. When we hide God's Word in our hearts, it's a protection against sin. When we're facing the fire of temptation in the moment, we can succumb. But if we have God's Word in our heart, we can draw upon that inner storehouse of the Word and be able to overcome it. Thanks for sharing that with us, Josh. Now, we'd like to hear, hear about a memory palace. Give us an overview of a memory palace. Yeah. Well, let me first, I'm going to kind of give a a general overview so people understand the reason for using a memory palace. Because I think a lot of times when people approach scripture memory, imagine if you've got like you're standing in the middle of a floor and there's just tons of papers all around you. And the way that most people, including myself in the past, have memorized is just by it's almost like playing that game in Simon. If you ever had that, where it's like, it's got all the four different uh, colors and it just, you get in this. And so people just get into this mode of like, okay, uh, if I look to my right, here's this verse. And then I got to go over to the left here and here's another verse. And, And after a little while, if I do it long enough, I can figure it all out. The purpose of a memory palace or even most memory techniques for that matter is actually to pick up all of those pieces of paper and to file them into a filing cabinet. So that way it's organized in a way that you can pull out that filing cabinet and you can go in and find exactly what you're looking for. And I think that's the value of using memory techniques is not, not necessarily trying to come up with some creative, crazy way to do something, but it's actually organizing that memory so that you're not just having to like pull from the depths of your brain and try to hope that you can remember exactly where that went. So what I do with a memory palace is I take a location that I know well. 
One of the things that our brain does incredibly well is to remember spaces. You know, I think I've mentioned before, you know, most of us can remember exactly our, the childhood home that we grew up in or the church that we went to or still go to at this time or the office that we work in. Like I could list out hundreds of different options that you could come up with, your grocery store, your favorite coffee shop. And you could say, all right, I remember here's where the cash register is. Here's where the seat that I really love to sit in is. Here's the door, all these different locations we all have the ability to create these palaces because our brains are wired to be able to have this spatial awareness. So what I'm doing when I create a memory palace is to take advantage of that spatial awareness. I want to usually, let's say I'm going into a room, any room, let's say it's my bedroom. I start with my door and I want to be able to walk through that bedroom in a count in a clockwise way, excuse me, and have different things within that room where I will place the verse that I want to remember. And you can do this in a number of different ways. We talked in the last episode about numbers. So what I'll usually do is I'll end up putting something associated with that uh, number onto that location. So um, I'm trying to think of a good example here. If I've got the, the um, let's say verse nine, you know, located on my window right? If I want, if we had talked about the numbers and nine for me, I associate with a cat because of nine lives. So I'm going to place a cat, like not just sitting on the, the window, right? And I'm not going to place a cat just like as a sticker on the window. My cat is actually going to be holding on for dear life as its claws are going down the window, trying to stay on that window. Why am I doing that? Well, because that, that is a much stronger picture. If you hear the claws going down the window and if you see this frightened cat on the second story, for some reason, that's where my bedroom is, is on the second story. And, and this cat's just about to fall off this window, right? That's something that I'm going to remember. And I've placed it on my window. And that is within, you know, where I'm building this, this memory palace. That's where that verse is always going to sit. So you can talk, you can tell me, you know, any verse, let's say within the book of Galatians, Galatians for me is where I've placed, um, the, I've placed that book entirely in our house in Thailand. We live in Thailand normally, and we have this house and the first chapter goes out, it's on the outside and I can follow our outside and I literally can walk the whole thing and tell you, okay, at the gate, here's where chat, you know, ver, you know, the, it's actually this tree because a tree for me, this is for verse one, this gate that kind of open close represents the verse two. And then there's these three bushes. That's where I put verse three. And I literally just walk around and that's where I've placed that particular verse. That that makes sense. I'm thinking about First uh, Peter, which is a passage of scripture I've recently uh, memorized. So, verse one: Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. I'm curious. So, when someone is memorizing that, would a memory palace really help them get the words of the verse in the right order, so to speak, or is a memory palace really what you're using to kind of move from verse to verse remembering which one comes next so like if i if i want to use a memory palace uh that's that's the room we're in now out here uh, in in the studio i i see a fridge near the door okay so if i open the door i walk past the fridge do i do i picture an apostle you know who's in the fridge <laughs> but it would that memory palace really help you get the words in the right order i guess is my question or are we talking about two processes you are talking about two processes, but you could use, um, you know, a memory palace on its own just to remember, you know, the things in order that you wanted to remember. You could place those in its own little memory palace. But the example you gave 
with uh, the refrigerator that we've got right over here. If the refrigerator stood for, let's say, I'm going to say the number two right here. That's normally what I would do because you've got two doors. It, it makes sense to me that you've got the, the upper and the lower. Now, what I would do within that is all the thing you, you mentioned, all these different locations, I would actually have those somehow as pictures within. So you open up that refrigerator and inside is where I will, what I call encode the verse. So for me, the memory palace is the organization of the memory, taking and, and organizing it in a way that I can jump in, like you were saying, wherever I want to. But the process of actually then putting that memory in there can be done in a number of different ways. And for me, that encoding looks like taking pictures of whatever it is that I'm trying to remember within that, you know, however, what are the different place names that you're saying? Uh, let's see. An apostle of Jesus Christ to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Pontus. Okay. So like maybe, you know, like I would look at, um, you know, how I would think of a Pontus. Let me see. Pontus. There's a pontificate, or I'm trying to, do you, do you have any ideas? A pontoon boat. Pontoon boat. There you go. So you open up, like, exactly. A, the craziest thing you can think of is all of a sudden you open the refrigerator, you know, on the bottom level, and you've got a pontoon boat. And within, what's the second one? Cappadocia is the next one. Okay, so you've got a, a pontoon boat, and then, you know, you've got to be able to string these together, right? And so with on, on that pontoon boat, you have something that, that you can help picture Cappadocia. There's a, there's a captain with a cap. There we go. There's a captain with a cap. This is, so I I did a, a live um, video once where I was, I was doing this and the fun thing was actually having other people involved. I didn't ever thought, usually I'm doing this by myself, but you came up with captain. And I love that. I wouldn't have necessarily thought of that. And that's a great idea. So a pontoon with a captain on it. And then whatever that next one is just like, like searching around. And I place all of that within the fridge so that every time I go to the fridge, that's in there. One problem, and that is, I I just realized I misquoted the verse. It's Pontus Galatia, Cappadocia. So we got to rework that. But I think we're on the right track, which is that yeah. we want to take things that we already have memorized. We've memorized the, the layout of our house, the floor plan of our office, and we're going to then use those familiar memories to basically strap scripture to those things so that we're building on something we've already memorized. We don't have to try to memorize those things. We've already done it. So let's capitalize on those those places in our brains that are already holding memories pretty solidly, and let's attach Scripture to them. Josh, I have a couple of questions. In the last episode, you talked about memorizing, learning the, the references. How do your what you've associated the verse references with how does that play in with your memory palace? So the example of Galatians in my house, uh, every room in my house is associated with a specific chapter number. So I'm not necessarily doing a, a picture number association as much as I can walk through my house and know that outside's one, then, you know, and, and it's all within, you know, it's a, a linear, right, walk. So I'm not jumping from place to place. It's outside to my entryway is chapter two, to our dining area is chapter three, living area is chapter four, my boy bedroom, chapter five, and then our bedroom, chapter six. And if I were to walk you through my house, that's literally how we would walk, right? That That's how I would show you my house. So that's how I, I take in the, the specific chapter numbers. And then within each of those places, I've divided those rooms into however many verses are in 
each one of those chapters, right? So, you know, I can look at a chapter, let's say chapter four, and because, and this is another interesting side benefit, I'm not sure if it's a great benefit or not, but because I always start and end at the same place. So we're in a room right now. And if I started number one at this door, I would make my way around and I would make sure that whatever the last image is, is near that door. So that whenever I mentally come into this room, I can see that in Galatians chapter four, I see number one. And then I also right next to me, because it's at the very end, I see number 31. So I know that chapter four of Galatians has 31 verses. I'm not sure why that matters, but it's really cool to me to be able to walk into each one of these rooms and then each location in that room has a specific image that I associate. So if I'm looking for verse 10, I'm looking around going, where did I put that bowling pin? You know, we've already talked about this before. If I'm looking for verse 19, what am I looking for? I'm looking for my wife. Where's my, oh, she's sitting in that chair. And now whatever pictures that I had associated with that, I can jump right into that verse. And I love that. So with every component of the palace, you're dumping in those number associations. And usually, like we were talking about, um, you know, whatever, whatever's in the, in the refrigerator right now, usually I'm going to try to have whatever that number is. So let's say if it was 19, I'm going to have my wife interacting with it in some way. It's not that she's just like sitting on top of the refrigerator. She's on the boat, you know, that we created, or she's doing something in there because the more that I can associate the two, the easier it's going to be for my mind to remember it. And again, I think we're going back to this idea. If if there's anybody listening to this going, Oh my goodness, I do not have the time to build this out. And I get that. Uh, I think that most people underestimate the power of spatial awareness with their brain. And it's like you said, it's, it's, we have all of these hooks that our brain already has. And we can take advantage of putting something on that hook and using that to, you know, to help us remember exactly what it is. We don't have to, but the hooks are there. It's just, do you want to use it? I'm thinking about our listeners who, as you said, Josh, might be a little bit nervous about adding more complexity to a process that already seems really hard. But think of it this way. We've all had this experience where we buy a new piece of furniture or something and we open it up and we and we see, well, there are the instructions, but I, I can figure this out. And eventually we do. But maybe we have to start over a couple of times and eventually we, we regret that we had not read the instructions because we realized at the very end that had we invested a little bit more time on the front end before we started screwing things together, we would have been better off and the process would have gone more smoothly, more efficiently. And I feel like the same thing applies to our listeners who are starting to memorize for the first time and they say, hey, I just want to jump in. Which chapter should I memorize first? Before you do that, take some time to explore those methods that are going to make it so much easier. This doesn't have to be a gravel road. It can have some smooth pavement on it. And these are the types of tools that are going to make that happen. Exactly. And I will add, you know, because people, one of the questions that people ask me is they're like, so now every time that you want to remember a verse, you're having to remember this location and then your wife and then the pictures within that. It's like, no, 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 no. I mean, rote memory comes into play no matter what method you use, just repeating it over and over again. And that's what happens with me. But what, what it does is now I've got it in a file folder and I see that location. And if I've wrote memorized, like if I've gone to that location enough, all I need, all I need is to see that location. I need to see that refrigerator. 
And now rote memory kicks in and says, oh, no, here, here's the, the verse. And so I'm not necessarily always having to think these weird pictures, but it's what helps me as I'm meditating and reviewing by myself and, and wrote, then going through and kind of creating that rote memory. That's great. And I know for me, one of the great things that helped me early in my memorization was the discovery that, hey, for me, having a recording of the verse really helps. I'm, I'm an auditory person. And what I think all of our listeners uh, will eventually encounter as they're memorizing is that we all have slightly different methods. And what works really well for me is going to be totally useless for somebody else in some cases, because we're all wired differently. And so as, as we've all, uh, over these last four episodes, heard these various methods, we, we should all remember that these don't necessarily represent uh, an orderly arrangement of how everyone has to memorize Scripture. These are ideas. And so, uh, you know, for our listeners who might try the memory palace, and hey, for them, it's just not working. They've given it a fair shot. That's okay. Whatever it takes. The, the goal is not to use a certain method. The goal is to reach a certain destination. And that's a place of having God's Word in our hearts. Well, once again, our time is up. But Josh, thank you so much for joining us for these last four episodes. It's been a joy to have you. And we look forward to having you again with us, Lord willing, at some point in the future. Um, for those of you who uh, have not yet listened to our previous three episodes, we invite you to go back and listen to those. Again, be sure to check out Josh's website. That's BibleMemoryGoal.com. And you can also visit Scripture Memory Fellowship's website. That's ScriptureMemory.com. And as always, be sure to subscribe and join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your Scripture memory journey, visit us online at scripturememory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.